Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, welcome back. It's another episode of Round the Boards of Speedway podcast. Joining me again, Kane, Rob. How are we doing this evening, guys? I'm all right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm all good. Sorry, I just popped myself on mute for a second there. I blew my nose. Sorry oh, about that. I've, I've had a busy, busy couple of days as it goes. Have you? Really busy. I've uh, been up to head office today. Have you? All right. Check out, check out signed contracts from us three, just to see if there was any impartiality clauses in our contracts. Delighted, delighted to say there's nothing. So we're oh, we're thank, good. Thank goodness. Ask it, so I can I can continue to be pretty biased against Oxford, and I'm not, and that's fine. That's yep, good. we were, we we have freedom of speech here. You can take our life, but you cannot take our freedom. <laughs> we oh, we will not relent to this government. Oh, <laughs> not, <yeah. laughs> not that oh, they're going to no. take us off the airwaves anyway. But no. anyway. <laughs> That's a different sport and that's a different matter and we'll move on because we've got far too much to be worrying about. Got a Gary lot Lineker of waffle and... for you this week. Lots of waffle. Lots, lots of, of waffle. Lots of stuff. Many things. At least two, possibly seven. Who okay. knows? Well, we've got our championship predictions coming up this week um, and we have a guest coming on the show shortly. Gavin Party, manager of Red Car Bears. Is coming on as he's going to look ahead to the upcoming Stuart Robson farewell. Which boys next week, next Sunday is the first meeting of the season. Mm. Wow, it's getting close, isn't it? It's, it's getting close. And this is a first, isn't it? A team manager on the show. We've not, we've had riders, we've had people involved in the sport. We've not had a team manager before, though, have we? I'm trying to think before we. I don't think we have. I'm going to say no. Well, no. Uh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, probably not. For maybe. I, I honestly can't remember that. Don't but I think uh, no, I think I think this is the first time. I don't recall having time. a team manager on here. Again. I'm now looking down the list. Oh shit! No, we didn't say uh, that. That was someone else. Oh, what about the what about the? Um... Oh, Alan Quitcher. 
maybe. Well, Martin Hunter and Ben Duffield. Uh, no, this will, this will be the first team manager, actually. We'll ben go along with that. manager, wasn't he? Well, yeah, but in place team time. manager, put it that way. Um, like, actually in the job, what he's on. Fair yeah. enough. We'll go with that. So, so Gavin will be joining us on the show. He's got uh, an exciting charity event going on just before Stuart's farewell meeting at Redcar. Next week, we've got all the other usual gumph as well that we like to go through. Some news, some more teams being completed this week. Um, and, and Gavin has kindly agreed to take on Kane in the podcast. Versus Come the World Quiz. You've ready. got to win this one. Oh, I'll well, be honest it's... with you, Kane, this is more geared to you than it is Gavin. Home field so advantage. Ooh. Come on. So we, track advantage. Jason yeah. Doyle. We doctor our track here, boys, don't we? Yeah. We don't mess about. Plowed we can't field. afford to lose. <laughs> so, anyway, moving on. What I'm going to do, I'm just going to send uh, a meeting invite to um, Gavin. Um, we'll get him on the show quickly, and then we can get into our um, into our predictions for the season. But... Just to begin with, um, we can talk about a couple of bits that have come out. Bellevue have completed their team in the National Development League this year and a, a, supply, a surprise reappearance for uh, one Paul Bowen came. Friend of the show, Paul Bowen, I believe, is what you meant to say. Yeah, I, I apologise, friend mm. of the show, yep. Um, I don't think it was a major surprise because there were sort of rumours in the winter that he was coming back, but it's good to see him back. I think he's uh, got a bit of unfinished business. He's he's one of the few characters still in the spot as well, so you know, really good to have him back. Um, I'll reserve my judgment on the the actual Bellevue team until the predictions. But welcome back, Paul Bowen. Yeah, I'm a saying, and obviously uh, Luke Muff has uh, gone in there as well um, to bolster the team, and then the James Pearson, which has probably been incoming for quite a while, which means. We're really only left with one position left in each league now, Rob, if um, you include Jack Thomas being replaced. Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting quite nice nice and uh, close to the season now, isn't it? I think in the National League, is it Edinburgh that's still missing a rider? Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so obviously, you know, in terms of the other two leagues, you would guess that you, I think we can probably put names in on the sort of educated guesses, although... In terms of the National League and with Edinburgh, I, I haven't got a clue, to be perfectly honest with you. I'll just bow down to Kane's National League knowledge on that one. Well, I was actually going to I was gonna ask a quick question, Hello. possibly even one for the viewers. Has, is Luke Muff the best name in Speedway? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. In fact, I thought that might have been Kane that brought that up. No. Is that the best no. name in Speedway? I mean, what, what I said is if there is no headline with the title Muff in it, then they've missed the trick massively. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Apologies to our older Oh, also, oh. speaking of Bellevue Colts, have you seen the new logo? I have indeed. Thoughts? What? Well, it's something a bit different to to what's already... Well, obviously, because they're the Colts and the, they're with the Aces, but it's sort of like similar to what Edinburgh are doing, um, trying to build one club rather I, than... Uh, I'll, I'll give my thoughts as a graphic designer... I think it's very good, um, much more modern, and I really like the colour scheme. It's not as sharp, which I think is very nice. Is that? And is it bad that I've not seen that yet? Um, oh, now so I have just seen possibly. it. Possibly. Yeah, that is quite nice, actually. I like that. I was going to say, yeah. it's only come out today, but... Okay, yeah, that's quite nice, actually. But, not um, 
We'll move on because I can see him in the corner with us. Um, Gavin has joined us on the show this evening. Welcome, Gavin. How are we doing this evening? Yeah, very good. Thanks, lads. How's, how's things yourselves? All good with me. All good with me. Uh, I'll yeah, yeah. I was in the quiz before I answer. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what these questions are first. <laughs> <laughs> so as we said, Gavin, Gavin's come on the show. Um, it, it will be taken on Kane in the in the podcast versus the world quiz shortly. But um, the main reason Gav, Gavin's come on the show this evening for you, for anyone who doesn't know who he was, and I'm sure people in the Speedway world do, he's the red car team manager. Um, and upcoming next Sunday is Stuart Robson's farewell meeting at Redcar, which will kick off the new 2023 season. Um, and you have a special charity event going on, Gavin. I'll, I'll let you take the mantle here and explain to us what's going on just prior to, to Stuart's meeting. Yeah, well, I, I came up with a bird brain idea. I think, as we know, times are hard, you know, with sort of cost of living, etc. And being involved in Speedway, the Speed Riders Benevolent Fund, is one of those things that it just seems, you know, far down on people's pecking orders with regards to giving money to. And as we all know, you know, speedway riders, you know, put the light on the line basically every week. Just look what happened to Jack Thomas, you know what I mean, only a couple of weeks ago. So I decided that we needed to do something um, to raise funds, basically, for the Ben Fund. Um so I think I was heading down to Redcar one day in between sort of the time tunnel and Hartlepool. I came up with this idea of doing a, a 24-hour cycle ride, basically around the Redcar Stadium. So it's only about 0.3 miles per lap. So it'd be dizzy by the time we're finished. <laughs> um, but what it started off as was, long as we've got somebody cycling for the whole 24 hours, um, that you know, that would complete the, the challenge as it was, you know. And I and I got people roped in, Kev K, who used to be a promoter, I got him involved early. Jamie, the promoter now, straight away said, Gav, look, great idea, let's get this moving. And then, I don't know, I came up with the idea, I went, why, why don't I try, um, this is the word is try, why don't I try and do the whole 24 hours myself? You know, that'll be people with obviously all the way through, Jamie jumped on board and said, like, he would try and do the whole 24 hours as well. Um, but as I say, whether, whether we can do it or not, that, that doesn't matter. Basically, what it means is there will be somebody cycling um, in two-hour increments um, from 12 o'clock on the Saturday till 12 o'clock uh, on the Sunday, which is basically a couple of hours before the Stuart Robson meeting is going to uh, take place. I've got Danny King, obviously, I just... I was out with him yesterday with regards to the sort of BSN and our present practice day was supposed to be today, which unfortunately fell victim to the weather. But uh, Danny's, Danny's on board, his, his brother Jason King, who used to ride years ago, he's on board. Uh, Leon Flint's going to come and do a good stint as well. Um, Charles is going to come and do a stint on the Sunday. And we're hoping um, to have Gary Stead come along. Um, we've got a hand-propelled bike. Uh, and Gary's hoping uh, to come along and do at least a, a, an hour or so as well. So, yeah, it's all literally, as we know, the Ben Ben Fund um, is a massive, you know, massive charity uh, for Speedway people. But I just think in the present climate, it's just getting forgotten a little bit. And um, these riders, even from the 80s and 90s, still still use the Ben Fund sort of monthly. You know, the ones who were injured, your Jones and people like that, I'm sure are still you know, receiving stuff from the Ben Fund. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic what they do. And um, I know we done something for the Ben Fund last year. Um, we had a competition and, and we handed over some money. And we'll probably do something again um, this season. But as you say, I think other than the, the Ben Fund bonanza at the beginning of every season, the, the Ben Fund does generally get forgotten about during the course of the season. So it's it's things like this which keep it in the in the mind of of everybody involved in the sport. Um, and hopefully there'll be some more of these, not necessarily from yourself, but other, other tracks might look at this and think maybe we should be doing something more regularly throughout the season to keep it in everyone's minds. Yeah, I think you know, like we, it's just been really brought home to us these last couple of weeks with the James Shane incident. You know, James obviously was in what team. He, he'd become a, a huge part, even though he hadn't rode for it yet, he'd become a huge part of the team on my sort of WhatsApp group and everything. And then he found out two weeks ago, he was waiting for clearance uh, on his broken arm that he broke last year. Everything seemed to be going great, no problems. He, he was getting strength back in it. Everything was working. Then all of a sudden, um, he gets an infection in the metalwork that's in there. And now he's in hospital at the minute. Um, hopefully you probably listen to this podcast. He's in, he's in hospital waiting for an operation on the 23rd of January, they've said, where they've got to take all the metalwork out. They've got to clean the bone, all the infection out of the bone. And fingers crossed, God, fingers crossed that they can, they can salvage what's there. And you'll have to have several operations, probably to put more metalwork in, et cetera, further down the line. And that, that's just, you know, it, it's made us even more determined because that's just hit home these last couple of weeks that the Ben, the ben Fund is so much needed for these riders, you know. Yeah, I think if James is listening to the show, obviously we, we send him our best wishes for a quick recovery. Devastating for him um, individually that he's, he's got himself a club for the new season and, and now he's having to sit out potentially another year, maybe even longer, depending how good the surgery is on his arm. So obviously we send our best wishes to James um, to see him back on a speedway bike again. But again, red card were probably, I, I don't want to say the hardest hit club last season, because uh, I think Plymouth had many injuries last year, but, but throughout the season. And I think there was a point where we all thought red car were going to be in and about in and amongst it. And then the injuries just seemed to hit all at the same time towards the end of the season. Yes, it was. Um... It was a little bit. It was when I was in charge. It started. I don't know if that means anything, but um, Jinx, yeah, your yeah, Jade had nicked, nicked off back to New Zealand to enjoy himself, and then we lost Eric, didn't we? Eric got injured in um, in Poland, um, and, and yeah, I think things things were ticking along really nicely. Then all of a sudden, you know, the, the sort of wheels fall off your wagon, um, and you're trying to sort of get like how the likes of Birmingham and Plymouth spent most of the season getting guests here, there and everywhere. Honestly, I had it for about four weeks and it's just a nightmare when they when you looked at some of those teams towards the end when they had like four four guests and things. God, honestly, I, I feel for the managers trying to sort them out because we, we had enough bother trying to get the ones that we got, you know, because uh, Charles obviously got injured as well. Um, and this is, I was just talking to them last night, actually, it's, it's, it's so difficult when they're now, it's great that they ride for two teams, but you can't relax, you know, you, you can't relax from red car on the Friday to say we've got an away match at Birmingham the next Wednesday, because you're looking at like Thursdays and Mondays and Ipswich this year, we've got three of ours riding for Ipswich and you're just 
you're, you're looking for those and as well saying you're just desperate not to see an FX on the score chart. You know, yeah. and if you see an FX with a dash afterwards, that's where panic really sets in, you know. So yeah, it's it's I suppose it's it's good for the riders that they get all these races in, but as a as a team manager and as a club, it's a nightmare, you know, trying to follow where they're riding on each day of the week. And I say the under twenty fours, um, Connor and Jason are off to Poland as well in the under twenty four league. So yeah, let's let's uh, let's worry about that when it happens anyway. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not sure if this um, is correct, but I think Red Car are the only team. Oh, they they will be this season the only team that have got seven riders all riding in different leagues as well, whether it be doubling up or doubling down. The whole team, um, which I think I, I had a conversation with someone before, is uh, I think that was with Kane actually when we were talking about Connor Bailey. Um, it can be a positive in many respects with regular racing, um, but on the on the negative side, more opportunities to pick up injuries. So we hope riders can go through the whole season and not pick up any injuries and. Um, have a full season. Yeah, that 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 is the, obviously the worry. And as as I was just saying, it, it it is a worry when they're riding all over. But it also just the the Connor Bailey sort of you know the the James Shane's and then getting another rider in. We had a list of riders, um, who we could get in on on the average. Um, and to be fair, Connor, uh, riding at Workington, um, was a massive plus why we went down that route because we we feel. Connors, he's, he's lived in the sort of the pressure cooker atmosphere of Glasgow for three years. Um, he's hopefully going to go to work and then be one of the top riders in the development. He should, you know what I mean? He's, he's got that pedigree, and and that's what gave us the thoughts when I was talking with sort of Charles and Danny about who we could get in. That he'll come to Redcar, hopefully a, a bit on a crest of a wave, riding in the development league. I'll give him, you know, he should be banging in big points, hopefully, and. Hopefully he comes comes to Redcorn. He it, it sort of gets him to step up that little bit further, um, and and brings them on. You know. Yeah, lovely. And, and just going uh, before we move on to this season with Redcar, just uh, moving back to to the the bikeathon this weekend. So just to to, to let the listeners know, uh, as you mentioned, it'll be starting at twelve o'clock on the Saturday up until twelve o'clock on the Sunday. Just um, logistically, are you are you looking to have a quick nap before the before Stuart's farewell meeting um I mean riding for 24 hours and then having to take in a speedway meeting afterwards yeah I'm, I'm hoping I'll, I'll have me camper van there um and I'm hoping from sort of 12 o'clock maybe to get me head down for an hour or two hours I was supposed to be riding in the upright class in Robbo's um farewell meeting but um, I, I had to knock that on the head. People didn't think it was safe to be riding for 24 hours and get on a speedway now. So, um, <laughs> I, I can understand that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've had to, sadly, uh, not knock that on the head. But, um, yeah, let, let's let's just see. I, I don't know if I'll just be on adrenaline or one of those energy drinks. I'll not advertise for anybody. I, 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 hate the, I hate the things. I never touch them. But driving back from pool. Last year, I think we were left pool at eleven thirty, and I got back to Newcastle about six a.m. And I've got to got to say, I, I never thought that you know there were much cough, but that the, the one that gives you wings certainly got me home in one. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, one interesting feature of Stuart's um, farewell meeting, actually, and something that I've not come across for many, many years, is a wheelie competition. 
I, I love a, I used to love a wheelie competition, and they they sort of like died away over recent years. But I think that is just is 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 going back to Stuart's era more than anything, and, and a tremendous addition to his his farewell meeting. Can I me. just say I have never experienced a wheelie competition? Oh, well, they were brilliant back in the day. I, I must I get them. over to Redcar. <laughs> Can can you remember when I, I can't remember who it was in the in the nineties? Was it Screeny? I can't remember. Used to be able to do a wheelie where like literally the bike nearly vertical, um, and his legs would be trailing along the back. Yeah, and he, and he could literally he, he could nearly do a full lap, couldn't he? He could do literally yeah. a full a full lap, sort of hanging off the back of the bike type of thing. And I'm sure Robbo used to get involved in that as well. You know, when I when I think back to the the Newcastle days of watching Robbo. It might not have been on a speedway bike. It might have been on, you know, like a, a little crosser or something. But I'm sure they could really like the, the whole the whole lap. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to reiterate, there is a Just Giving page, um, which is still open. Um, about 50% to the target at the moment. So what, what we'll do um, throughout the course of this week is we'll keep pushing that on our social media pages as well. Um, for everyone, anyone who's listening... Get get across to that link. Click on the link and donate where you can. Um, it, it's a fantastic cause, and all money obviously goes to the Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund. A great cause for Speedway and all the injured riders. Just remember, and we harp on about this quite a lot. Um, these people do this for our entertainment, but at the end of the day, this is their job. It's their livelihood. They've got bills to pay, um, so let's contribute and help these guys out whenever we can. But. Just moving on from that, uh, Gavin, and just moving on to to this season with Redcar. I think you had a uh, a, tr- a tremendous first season last year with with um, winning the pairs at Oxford. Um, how, what was the feeling like on that evening? Ah, uh, that 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 was absolutely incredible, Nathan. Um, Redcar fans, literally, apart from I would probably say Oxford, obviously being the home team, uh, outnumbered everybody else. You know, in in a really passionate, we're a small club, we're a family club. We love, you know, to have the fans fully involved. And, uh, you know, the, the nine out of ten of them have got the merchandise, they've got the t-shirts or the hoodies or whatever. And when when we won that, um, just looking around the stadium, the Redcorp fans and, and you know the, how they appreciate what they've got is unbelievable. We um, it, it's a, it's a feeling. Obviously, I hadn't been managing for. I think I'd been in, in the job about three weeks, four weeks at the time. So to lift the trophy uh, with Charles, Charles and Louis was, it was phenomenal. And as I say, to have, to have the sort of the backing of the fans down there um, just made it all worthwhile. They're so passionate about the Speedway. Um, to be able to give them something back on that night was, it was something special. And it was, uh, I suppose, it was a tough end to the season. Um, as I said, injuries contributed towards it. But then we look ahead to this year, and from from the outside looking in, it looks a very strong makeup of the team again. Some very exciting names in your team. Obviously, the BSN um, preview show was at Red Car. Yeah, today was it? Today wasn't it? Um, uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday Kev- was. Yesterday, yesterday was the preview. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The Kev- I think the red car Kevlar's looked the best out of the bunch for me. That's not me being biased just because you're on the show, Kev. I thought <laughs> they, they, they looked absolutely fantastic. But looking ahead to your team this year, it's in many respects it's it's got similarities to to the one that finished last season. But how do you see yourself going this season? Uh, I'm I'm not one for predicting anything, Nathan. I'm. We'll we, do we, that for you later. Yeah, we, we <laughs> we've spent a lot of time. 
obviously this has been my first winter in charge as well. So where everybody else switches off about October, you know, and then they wake back up about middle of February and think, ah, oh, Nelly's been literally it's it's been nonstop. And without naming names and going into the nitty gritty of Speedway, we've had about four, five, or six even different teams with different number ones who who said they would join and then all of a sudden didn't join and you know we find we've been gazumped for more money from somewhere else or you know a, a rider can't come for abc it doesn't matter the reasons and do you know what it is i think with every one we've we've fell flat on my feet um with the people that we've managed to get in eric obviously eric risk um wasn't coming back he he decided that british speedway is he massively wants to make it in poland um, obviously rides for is it Landship or whatever in the Polish league um, and he he sort of said I look at I just logistically I can't make it um, but then we just got an England in the Silver Helmet meeting just at the end of the season that actually he, he might be having second thoughts so we sat him down um, and chatted to Eric and look is there anything we can do anyway we've, we put and it was not, never about money you know nothing to do with money it was all just to do with logistics. So um, we put a deal together for him and he came back. And then when Poole uh, decided to get rid of Danny, that was just the master stroke that came our way. Um, I'd had him guesting for me twice, three times last year. And you know what it is? It, it, what he brings on the track is probably doubled, if not trebled, by what he brings off the track. In, in this season so far during the winter and I've spoke to him every every week at least once twice sometimes three times a week uh, him and Charles um, and he just brings such a professional attitude and like winning mentality to the club that um, it all goes very very well but you've he, been in Speedway as long as I well probably not as long as I've been but anyway um, it's never won on paper yeah. I, I, I get scared when I look at the forums. I try not to now because I know the keyboard warriors always try and have a go at you. So I, I try and stay away from them. But yeah, there's there's a lot of people have red car near the top or the top of the list. And um, as I say, you know what the sport's like. It can just go wrong so quickly again, like last season towards the end. So no predictions from me. I'm just going to keep everything crossed and, and, and have a good time doing it. Well, I'll I'll let you listen back to our show at a later date, so I, I won't tell you where Red Cow are in my predictions. Right, okay. <laughs> us, us three are probably the three of them keyboard warriors, I should think. <laughs> um, I, look, at, I was a keyboard warrior for years. You know, I've, I've been there. That, that's the fun thing about it is I was just a fan for so yeah. many years, you know, filling me programming, talking to me dad about I would put a change in here, I would do this, you know, and... And then all of a sudden, here you are, you know. Yeah, the times now. So, I think from from our perspective, we all wish you well um, in this season at Redcar. Um, as we say, Speedway's not one on paper, but for me, Redcar have a very a very good looking side. So we wish you well. Um, as long as you beat Paul, I don't think any of us three are that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob will, Rob will tell you Oxford as long as you beat Oxford. Yeah, that's yeah. the two. If you can beat Paul and beat Oxford, then I'm a I'll be a I'll be a, a sort of a nomadic red car fan. That'll be fine by me. 
Rob, think, do, we'll do everything we can. <laughs> I think we mentioned on our, on our podcast last year, um, Redcar's almost like one of those clubs that is like is, is like everybody's second team. If, you, if you're not from the North East, if you're not from Middlesbrough, if you're not from Redcar, you generally, for me, Paul, a Redcar's always a team that I look out for. Um, and I, I think that's probably more to do with the selection of riders you've got as well, obviously, with... Um, Lewis Kerr last year, who I'm, who I'm quite friends with. Um, Jason Jason Edwards, who's obviously riding for Lynn. Eric Riss used to ride for Lynn. It, it, it does always come across that Redcar is that family club that you that you try to portray. Without doubt, um, we would be nowhere at all without the volunteers of the club. Basically, every single person at that club, except the seven riders, uh, are volunteers. Right to the, from the top to the bottom, there's the, the two two guys who own it. Obviously, they they put their money in when they have to, etc. But then you go through the promoters, you go to the to the manager yourself. Everybody is a volunteer. So to me, as a manager, is I'm no more important to that club than say the girl who has to clean the bar out on a Saturday morning after a Friday night meeting. And you know, every single person there has a role, and everybody should be treated the same and, and that's that's what we're trying to do I, as I say this this season um pressing practice they I wanted um I I'd asked the promoters and it was all sort of to have a full staff picture with the seven riders you know like the sort of the football teams used yeah. to the kit man used to be on and whatever else. And I and I thought like this isn't it's a new era as in with me being team manager and I just wanted them appreciated for what they do for the club because we are a small club simple as that you know that we're, we're a small club compared to some of these big guys but what we what we lack in money and whatever we we given like you say a family atmosphere we've got a great racetrack one of one of i would say the best in the country you know bellevue fair enough but apart from that you, you you always get entertaining speedway at our place um and you always get a warm welcome so as i say if we can be everybody else's second team that, that's that's perfect for ourselves Brilliant. Well, again, we, we wish you all the best um, for the forthcoming season. And just to reiterate what we've been talking about, next Sunday, 3 o'clock, um, down at Redcar is Stuart Robson's farewell. If you get the opportunity, get yourself down to Redcar, take in some speedway. It's the opening meeting of the season. Why would you not want to be there? Hopefully the weather's kind for you next week. Um, but we just wish you all the best for the season. And hopefully we'll, we might get you back on the show later in the season when you've won another trophy. But Nathan, that would, be, that would be absolutely, you know, put, put me name down. If, if it happens, get me name down. I'll be straight, I'll be straight back to talk to you guys because you do a fantastic job at the end of the day. We need as much publicity for the sport as possible. Um, and, and without people like you who give you time up for doing these things, you know, the, the sport, again, it goes back to the volunteers down, down the line at the Speedway. With, without people like yourselves, that wouldn't, it wouldn't happen, you know. Yeah, kind words, Gavin. Thank you very much. It's much appreciated. Um, we'll see if you've still got them kind words in a minute because you've you've kindly agreed to take on the quiz this evening against Kane. So agreed. Well, yeah, okay, then. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> sort of twisted your arm. The good news for you is it's only against Kane. <laughs> I won last season. I'll have you know. I was going to say that the famous last word is only yeah. Kane. Yeah, come on then. Right. This is. Look, you're at a little bit of a disadvantage here, Gavin, I'll be honest with you. But mm-hmm. we have. So, Kane is a Workington fan. Yep. 
obviously yourself yeah. as a Newcastle fan, but you're a red car team manager now. Yeah. And last last year you picked up the Pairs Championship with red car. Yeah. So hmm. since 2006 up until last season, red car and Workington have been represented in the best pairs by 32 different riders. I need you, in turn, to name those 32 riders. Now, you can... So, Kane, you can name red car riders if you want. Gavin, you can name Workington riders if you want. I just need the full set of 32 different riders. My goodness. I can name Workington riders, so... So what, yep. sorry, what, so when when are we going from what what so it's, what? it's from two thousand and six. So when uh, Red Car were essentially rebranded as Red Car after Middlesbrough, okay, um, up, up until the current day. Yeah, I will. I will give you a clue that two riders have represented both clubs Ooh. in the best pairs. Have they? Yeah. Crikey. Don't ask me who they are, like. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite glad. It's, I'm quite glad I'm sitting oh, this one actually, out. That I is a horrible question. One. I think I've got one. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Gavin, as the the world are currently behind, and you're the guest, you get to go first. Well, well I'm I'm obviously going to go straight away. I'll, I'll go Charles Wright. Charles Wright is a correct answer. I'm going to go for the one that I think has done both. Friend of the show, Ty Proctor. That is correct. Yeah. Did you know? Funny enough, there was a there's an eight year gap. So he represented Redcar in 08 and 09, and he represented Workington in 17 and 18. We should have won in 2018. So sad. But you didn't. No, well, we won something else instead, <laughs> so it was okay. So back to you, Gavin. Right, well, we'll go Louis Kerr. I'm going to yeah. get them two out of the way straight away. Get, get last year's finalists out of the way. Yeah. One second, I'm just... I'm doing a list for the first time since... The yeah, that's what I'm Dolan trying to today. do. He's taking it seriously this year. Oh, um, it'll not. It'll not last long, Kane. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> uh, Nikolai Clint. Oh, Nikolai. No. Yes. You, Nick, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I've got written down on my list. Kings Lynn legend. Kings Lynn legend. <laughs> Over to you, Gavin. Right. Let, let's go. It could be a very short one. Let's go, Richard Lawson. Richard Lawson is correct. And he's also the other rider who's represented yeah. both clubs. That's what I thought. But I'll, I did think, I'll go yeah. for someone who's rode for both clubs, Adam Roynan. Adam Roynan, that is correct. But he's only represented Workington mm. right. in the best bears. Back to you, Gavin. Uh, Gary Havelock. That is correct. Three times, 2007, 2008, 2009. I'll go for the man who won it with Roynan. Big Ronnie back. Renee back. Ronnie back to you, yeah, you said Ronnie, that's it, he's finished. Ah, that's a loss, that's a defeat. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I'll give you it. Yeah. It's a tainted victory. Um, let's have a think. Let's see if I can get working to one. Um, 2006. Um... Oh, your mind goes blank when you don't need mm. it to, don't you? I think Rob will yeah. testify to that. Oh, it's horrible. It, it, it is. It's, um, well, let's go. Red car. Um, oh, it's hard when you sort of run 
online. If it makes you feel better, of the red car ones, I'd have got Havelock and last year's too, and then I'd have been uh, I'd have been seriously struggling after yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> how did this is going to be a bit of a get? Jonas B. Anderson. I'm afraid he's not on the list. Oh, that was quick. That I, was all over. I've got one that I think might be right. I don't know. Go on then, Stuart Robson. Stuart Robson yeah, is correct. Yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah. Also, uh, one he's, he's part of your septet this year. Uh, Eric Riss has won it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say he's won it. He was in it in 2019. It was a moral yeah. victory. No, that's yeah. I tried to be too clever. Yeah, but there were there were some random answers. Brendan Johnson was on it. Funnily enough, he represented working uh, red car in 2012 as a guest. Right, <laughs> bit like Times. bit like Ronan last year, <laughs> representing Plymouth. So we, we've had guests on there as well. Um, Did um, unlucky though, unlucky though, Gavin. That was a hard topic. That one. No, um, it was. Yeah, I was. I was expecting Kane to win that one, We're and it puts on us into list. an early lead. Stonehill, we need to put it in. Who yeah. are you after? Stonehill, I would have. I'm working. Too, um, too late, isn't it? Yeah, That'll be too late for Stonehill. Yeah, no, Stonehill weren't on the he list. Retired I was for a bit, didn't he? But I didn't know if he did it with Redcar in 2009. No, I think his last one was 2004 from memory. And I've got right. one more. Was Daniel Nurmack on it? Because I know he was injured, but I don't know. No. Oh, yes, he was. 2018, wasn't it? Okay. Your favourite as well. Mason Campton was on legend. there. Legend. Work Kingsland yeah. legend. Kingsland Kevlar. He was uh, never a Kingsland legend. No, but I've seen him in Kingsland Kevlar's. Post Vissin was on there. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. Facebook friend of mine now. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thomas Jorgensen, Jordan Stewart, Ben Barker, Jason ben. Lyons, Aaron yeah. Summers. We should have lasted a lot longer than we did, didn't we, really? <laughs> Not to worry. People have gone quicker than that before. I wouldn't worry too much about that. But, um, I mean, first and foremost, um, you were on the show for a reason. So, we'll give Kane what that one. It's, it's a hollow victory for Kane. He should have won that one. Wins are wins. You can only beat what's a four. <laughs> Definitely. Before, Definitely. Before we let you go, though, Gavin, um, as we do with all our new guests and all our new friends of the show. The first and you time are this season. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. First time mm-hmm. this season. Um, Rob has got his quick fire 10 questions for you. Okay, brilliant. These yeah. will be a lot easier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dusted these <laughs> off the bookshelf and they're uh, back out. So, um, all right, we'll crack on. So, number one, your favourite track. Favourite track, Red Car, definitely. Uh, and that's not just biased because obviously there. Um, I just think the racing we get at Red Car is, you know, apart from Bellevue, is the second to none. Yeah. No problem. Uh, number two, sport you would be involved in if it wasn't Speedway. Oh, I don't know. A lot, um, probably cricket. I played cricket for about 30 years. So, yeah, probably cricket. Okay. Uh, number three, your favourite moment in Speedway so far? Ah, winning the pairs last year, without doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was memorable. Yeah, that was a good one. To be, I, I, I was there. I mean, Kane was there as well. I don't think Nathan was at that one, but I was there as well. You uh, you were eight, It was Paul in the, in the final, wasn't it? In the final heat. Oh, that final was mad, you know. I didn't even realise... Um, <laughs> Richie Worrell had um, Steve Worrell beg your pardon hadn't even left the starting line in the final. Yeah, I didn't even see you know, and you just you get 
so mixed on the emotions of things. Yeah. And like we'd hit the front. Um, and then all of a sudden I was like, the Jamie, and was like, Where, where's he gone? And you know when you start thinking, yeah, is yeah. he in front? I missed him actually making the gate in front or something. And, yeah. and Charles actually still goes on about it. He was like ratting himself against the boards and the fence because he thought Warrell was going to come round him. And it wasn't until th- three laps in, he looked on the centre green and he saw Warrell on the inside. And uh, yeah, me- memorable, memorable moment. So could you imagine if he was like trying that hard and he fell off? Oh, yeah. Steve Steve yeah. was broken down the centre green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hadn't, he hadn't realised at all that he was, uh, that he was missing. But uh, to be fair, because Danny's obviously now in, in my team and we, we have a bit of a, a joke about it, you know, but with 7-2 them in the quarterfinal, I think it was, or whatever it was, before we went into the semis. Yeah. And we'd done them off gates one and three, but they, they got the choice of the gate. Um, and they went for two and four in the final, and we were like, hmm. all right, okay, then. Well, <laughs> we would have gone one and three anyway, you know, but Danny says they, they'd got a 7-2 off two and four. Or what, so that's why they went two and four. But um, yeah, I could talk all night about it. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I think a lot of the neutrals in the uh, at Oxford that night probably would have preferred red car winning over Paul. Sorry, but, <laughs> um, you've got something against Paul. Yeah, Nathan. Oh, it's it's There's just no it's impartiality sweaties. on here, Gavin. No impartiality. No, we're biased all over the shop it's here. Just yeah, I, I, I've listened to you enough. I, I know what goes on. <laughs> Uh, number four, your three favourite things about Speedway? Um, let's say the the camaraderie, um, the uh, let's say the I'm I'm gonna I'm not even gonna go down. Everybody else would say all oh, the smell and the noise. Let's not get into the electric stuff because um, these fossils who talk about smell and noise, you know, <laughs> the smells nothing like the smell it was in the seventies when that caster. Sort of Castellar or whatever it was. The yeah. noise is no, it's absolutely nothing like when in the 60s and 70s when you had straight through exhaust. So for them to say the smell and the noise is what keeps them going, you know, it's changed so much over the years anyway, you know. But uh, anyway, let's go. Um, oh, I think that the thrill of the sport, you yeah. know, um, you know, they're on the edge, these guys. Being an ex, well, I, I loosely term rider as well. Um, you know, and I, I know what to go through like every every match just to be there. Um and I'll just say the fans, I think I think they're a they're a they're a breed to their own speedway fans. Yeah. And I think we all know where we're going. Every <laughs> every club has them, but you know, without them, the sport wouldn't be as it is. So there that that would be the third thing is the fans. Absolutely. Uh number five, I think I think you've already answered this one already in the in the <laughs> during the podcast, but club supported. Club supported well yeah, basically the last eight years I've been down at Redcar, went down as a rider um, and then became junior team manager and then I am where I am now. But uh, before that, from when I was six six weeks old, me mum reckons I went to my first Speedway meeting in my yeah. silver, silver Cross Pram or whatever. <laughs> uh, I was a Newcastle Diamonds fan right the way from 70, so I think the start of 75, right the way through, um, as I say, until the day I went down to Redcar and then... Uh, I switched allegiances. It took us a while, while to be accepted in. I think, but um, I'm, I'm hoping I'm there now. Yeah, I, I think I think you will be. Yeah, I think you'll be all right. You should be fine. <laughs> but uh, and then next one. So your the two the two least favorite things about sport. Do you know what I'm going to say? And I think it probably goes along with everything now. And 
being involved as a sort of a, a manager and stuff is uh, keyboard warriors. Yeah. People who haven't got a clue what's going on behind the scenes. And so many times this winter, I've had to stop myself typing something because, you know what I mean? People are so quick to judge. Yeah. Um, and they don't know what's going on. You know, we, we, we had it with riders who we haven't got back this season. Who we, we bent over backwards to try and get back. But you obviously, you can't put it down in print. So they, they just jump on the bandwagon of other things. So, yeah, I'll say keyboard warriors, I don't like. And, and, and the cost, such a simple sport costs so much money yeah. to actually do it. And that's why um, I, I honestly believe that the likes of the stuff that Paul Bowen's trying to do, I'm, I'm 100% behind it. Yeah. I'm not 100%. The future's electric. The future's yeah, well, electric. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not one of these. I'm not going to say, yeah, let's all go electric straight off, you know, but... If there's, if there's anything, can you remember, I don't know if you, you probably can, back in, I think it was the 90s, might be in the early 2000s when Honda tried to get involved. Yeah, they did, I remember they did, that, yeah. Can you remember, and they did some challenge yeah. matches. And then um, Speedway just, just shot it down in flames and got rid of it so quickly. Yeah. Yes, there was trouble with the bike. But could you imagine if Honda had started to make Speedway engines, yeah. running, running on normal fuel, and then your SO and your shell get involved, and then, you know, I don't know, Kawasaki decided to sort of challenge Honda and where it could have been, but because it was Speedway, we just seemed to knock it, nip it in the bud straight away without giving it a chance. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that's the thing with electric. I'm all, we, we, we are involved in such a minority sport now, whether we like it or not, you know, it, it's a minority sport and anything yeah. that could improve it and make it better is certainly worth investigating. And I've, I've spoken to Paul, I've, I've messaged him, you know, and, and at Redcar, certainly myself, I'm, I'm fully behind what he's trying to do, you know. If it makes it cheaper for kids to get involved, who then go on to become speedway riders, who bring other people into the stadium, it's a big plus for me, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Accessibility, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just lost where I was on the page. No, I'm there, right. <laughs> Uh, number seven. Uh, have you got any pre-match superstitions, rituals? Um, I, I did as a rider, not that they ever worked. I always put my right boot on before my left boot. But um, as, as a manager, no, I just like to be there really early yeah. on a Friday. You know, l- luckily I only work part time now, um, so I don't work on Fridays. So literally, we started last year when I, I think we started having team team meetings at Nando's it's sort of three three o'clock on a Friday yeah. and we'd have a we'd have a bite to eat and just a little bit of a team gathering together um and, and that became a little bit of a ritual so as, as I say because I'm so new into the team management thing but it's just get there really early I, I, I need to be there you know in in matters of time perfect uh and then number eight um who do you think will be the world champion in 2023 uh, I'd love to see Dan. I'd love to see Dan or Dan Bewley or something like that. But you just kind of get past Schmorzlech, can you really? I just can't. I can't see him for the next two or three years really being challenged. He's 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 not always the best on the night, but he's just so consistent. Yeah. You know, yeah. B- back to the time when Mark Laram won it without actually winning the Grand Prix, but he was just consistent. Where Schmorzlech's just, I don't know. He has a bad meeting and he still scrapes into the final or something, doesn't he? You know, and yeah, yeah 
Schmar's leg, definitely. Okay. Uh, number nine, your favourite Speedway rider ever, past or present? Um, I would say, certainly past, I would say Tom Owen. Uh, in the seventy, in the eighties, I think he had a ten point average for nine seasons off the off the trot at Newcastle. Freaky. You know, and yeah, just look back and, and I think, oh, yeah, ba- basically, you know, he used to lose sort of eight and ten races a season. <laughs> you know, and you, you look at his figures, and it's just it's mad. I would have probably said his brother Joe, but he deserted with too early and went up into the British League at the time. So Tom Tom stuck around. He probably could have could have easily done it but he, he loved it in the National League I guess getting you know 11 and 12 because it was a 12 point max in those days well, probably his wages were alright so he didn't really need to go off the D you know? yeah plenty of plenty of points <laughs> money there yeah definitely but uh, yeah I'd, I'd have to say two more perfect and then the final all important question um, so for any reason I just need you to pick one of the three clubs so uh, Swindon Robins Kings in Stars or Workington Comets do you know what I'm going to say and Kane's going to love this. I'm going to yes. say working. In oh. do, do, do you know, know a little story why? I think I, I know I wrote, this story. I, I rode in one of my first junior matches at Workington. Oh, I was I thinking me... of the time. I think you rode for us in Ben Barker's testimonial. I did, yeah. yeah that's I right. remember that. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I rode at Workington in one of my first junior matches. And um, I remember diving underneath somebody going into the third bend at Workington and sending them absolutely skittling. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I came down as well, and I and I got up, and the white exclusion light was on, and I was going berserk. I was going like, it, it, it wasn't my fault. You went into the bend too slow, and I and I couldn't stop. And I just yeah, I cleaned them out, bless them. Um, I remember I'm saying like, I've just put these mud guards on. I'd smashed his mud guards. I'd, I'd somehow knocked the heel off his boot. He had his <laughs> In his, and I, I went over and picked it off the track and I went, oh, I think you've lost this as well. There's your heel off your boot. But, uh, yeah, that's so I remember Workington definitely with fondness. Um, I, got, I got my first exclusion at Workington, yeah. yeah. That's, that's fair than the story Greg, Greg Blair told us about Workington anyway. Uh, what, what, what was Greg's story? I think Greg was something to do with some kid punching some mother in the stomach or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I look because I, I actually very first when I bought my first bike I went to Northside for my first trip with my bike and um, Sean Bickley me, me carb wasn't run I didn't even hardly know what a carb was to be fair and um, Sean Bickley helped us out massively that day um, and I did my first ever amateur meeting at Northside as well so I've, you know I've watched Speedway Derwin Park back you know for years and years and years so actually to ride these places was just crazy when I, I like I didn't start until I was forty four racing. So it was it was a bit mad. It was a bit surreal. I used to stand at Berwick as a kid, like watching the speedway and then all of a sudden I was there, you know, and it was it was just a bit mad. I was like, Am I living some type of Roy of the Rovers dream here or something, you know? It was yeah, crazy. But yeah, I'll say Workington anyway. I, I sort of, Rob, I can sort of understand why Kane asked us if we were doing a quick five ten tonight about half an hour. Ago. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, I can see why yeah, that I, message come through. Yeah. It's just a coincidence. Yeah, it's simply <laughs> doing a quick five ten. Working to white might win something. I'll see where that one's going. Yeah. Next week on the show, Rennie back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I believe you mean Ronnie back. Ronnie, Ronnie back, back. Yeah, sorry. Ronnie back. Yeah. Um, Thank you for joining us on the show tonight, Gavin. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, 
good luck uh, this coming weekend with the, the bike-a-thon at Red Cup. Uh, we wish you all the best. Hopefully you raise lots of money. And as I say, we'll keep pushing the uh, the GoFundMe page on our social media this week. Um, again, good luck for the rest of this season with Red Cup. Um, hopefully you have a strong season and, and you can pick up another trophy this year. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, Gain, Rob. Honestly, as I say, like we really, everybody in this field really appreciates what you do. You know, as I say, as I said before, without going over things, um, it's volunteers and it's people like yourselves that, that keep our West Sports going, keep it in the public interest, keep it in the media. And uh, yeah, th- thanks a million for having us on. Yeah, no worries. And I'd just like to point out um, from us three, um, Red Car have, have always been very supportive of this podcast. Um, Jamie gave us free tickets to give away on the show last year. Um, nothing's too difficult for Red Car Speedway. So for you, for them, for everybody involved at Red Car, thank you for what you do. Carry carry on the good work and, and we hope to speak to you again soon. Any Anytime, Nathan. Thanks a million. Okay. Lovely. Thanks very Cheers, much, Gavin. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Cheers, pal. Bye now. Cheers, Cheers, thank you. That was a. I enjoyed that with Gavin. A nice bloke. Not really nice bloke. Indeed. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, enjoyed that. That was. That was good. Before, I mean, before, yeah, we, we we picked up another win in the in the in the quiz, so, which is um, a surprise. How long is it red card I, bottom then? I must I must actually admit I didn't realise he was a Newcastle fan. Really? Until after I'd done the quiz question, yeah. Oh dear. I feel really bad now, but. Ah well, we've won. They've it's lost. Points, hey. it's, points on the board. it's points on the board for us, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Home track advantage and all that, mate. Is you know... next, next week Swindon from two thousand. Oh no, it's me next week. <laughs> Kingsland Kings in the nineties. Kingsland trophies in the nineties. That should be wrapped up fairly quickly. <laughs> Before you we move on, on as, long as, you as long as you don't pick the noughties, that's a pretty that's nice and quick in any decade for you. The noughties was 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 all right compared to the nineties. I was going to say the noughties was good for you, but. Um, Before we move on then um, to our predictions, um, I'm going to go to our first meeting of the week. Um, And as there is only one meeting in the next week before... Whatever, could it be? It is Stuart Robson's farewell. So um, if you click on the link, we're going to predict our winner of this meeting. Please bear in mind, uh, Max Clegg is no longer riding in this meeting and the replacement is to be confirmed. So unless... No, he's pulled out... Um, that was announced today or yesterday, I believe. So, unless you, you know want to, no, I don't know why. But unless you want to take a risk and say number ten number in your 10. prediction, that, that's entirely up to you. But um, if you can see the lineups, we'll come to we'll come to the reigning champion first, Rob, and you can have first Ooh. pick. Oh, shall I? Shall I? Shall I say the full lineup for those for any people that haven't seen it? Shall we? Yeah, sure. Okay, remember, you run through the lineup 10. for us. All right, I'll ignore number ten completely. Uh, so, no, so the lineup is Simon Lambert, Nikolai Clint, Ryan Douglas, Chris Harris, Jordan Jenkins, Danny King, Niels Christian Everson, Lee Complin, Charles Wright, not Max Clegg, Sam Masters, <laughs> Paul Stark, Freddie Lindgren, Leon Flint, Carl Howarth, and Justin Sedman. Good lineup, that I think. Mm. Oh yeah, I think that is a good lineup. It's quite a mix of riders. I think there's yeah. the the you know, Freddie Lindgren being in there is quite a quite a quite a coup I think that's quite that's, that's good you're going to pick him so, yeah I probably was actually yeah oh, but fair enough. that's like the basic not you know that is the sort of that is the basic answer from these isn't it but safe got me a win last year so we're just going to play it safe and say Freddie Lindgren is boring. he boring yeah that is a bit boring isn't it? I was going to pick Freddie Lindgren just rename just rename me Scunthorpe I wouldn't have picked. <laughs> oh god impartiality please <laughs> <laughs> 
Freddie's not rode over it yet. I, I don't think he's. A, I could be wrong, but I don't think he's actually been to Red Cat before. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You oh, see, you're enough. boring picking his back on you know. Doesn't matter. What, who are you going to? Who are you planning on picking? Simon then? Lambert. I was going to pick Simon Lambert. Kinsman <laughs> Legend. Lee, Cop- Lee Compton. No. Top two. All right, go on then, Kane. You go next. Ooh, go on then. Um, hmm. Uh, you know what? Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm going to stick stick with my guns. Homegrown legend, Christopher Harris. Chris Harris, interesting. Good choice. To be fair, that is it's not a bad. That's not a bad choice. Really it's well it's the sort of me. It is the sort of meeting that Chris Harris wins, yeah. isn't it? I was going to say someone not... else that you might say. But I'm going. For I, I'm going to. I know who I'm going to say. But um, one name I wanted to mention because I picked him last year as my and I think he was Ryan my Douglas. first winner in the predictions was Ryan Douglas. But it's not going to be Douglas. I'm actually going to pick, and this might shock you, Charles Wright. Oh, I, I thought you were going to pick. I thought. I no, I didn't think he was going to go Everson. I thought he'd go King or Wright. Actually, I thought. I, I don't. Right. Yeah, it was between King or Wright. I don't think Everson or Clint would have rode that much at Red Car anyway. And I want to go with someone considering his first meeting of the season. There might be a lot of testing going on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I just think Charles Wright has probably had a blast around there in the last couple of weeks. So, although there wasn't anything on today, which was supposed to be their official press and practice, um, you did expect yeah, him to be dialed in. I, I'm going to go with Charles Wright. If I remember correctly, well, to be fair, Ryan Ryan Douglas absolutely sort of cleaned up at the start of last yeah. season. He was quite he a few individuals. Bad, I picked the wrong Scunthorpe Australian for the first meeting. Oh, you picked Jake Allen. I didn't did, you? yeah. Woeful. <laughs> Absolutely woeful. I can see why you were last. <laughs> he weren't last. He beat me in the end, I think. Wee. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, that's... To be fair, I was, that, I was that far clear. I wasn't really paying much attention. Yeah, I did predict 75-15 one week. So, <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, oh. Right, we're going to move on to our predictions. Championship predictions for next year. This is where it's all going to come tumbling down. This was really hard for me this week. This was hard. I thought the the, the Premiership was hard. This was no, harder. Yes, oh, you know the Premiership my, wasn't even close to being as hard as this. There's two extra teams. That's why there's more places to ah. fill. Right. So, we should do as we did last week. Um, we'll, we'll go through the teams. Who went, uh, Rob went first last week, didn't he? Oh, don't remember. I think I'm going to go with Kane anyway. Hi. Kane, I want Yo. your ninth placed team. My ninth placed team. Now this may shock a few. My ninth placed team is Red Cat. No, it's, it's Birmingham. It's Birmingham. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we've got a very good number one. Um, I think Sedgwick is actually a, a decent pickup again. You know, he, I think he was their rider of the season last year. They do have strong reserves. They have eight points at reserve, which is, I'd say, at least two or three more than most clubs. Um, but on a bad day. You cannot say that is five reserves in that team. Now, on paper, obviously, we don't know what they're going to do. I just think there's a few. If the start's low, you worry that they might not be able to get back into meetings. Obviously, it's a bit like um, Edinburgh last season. You know, if Sedgman can put a point or two in his average, Morris maintains that average, then you know they'll keep them in it. But you really need one of. Right, Bortel and Nielsen to really step up. I mean, Proctor's not, it's not impossible for Proctor to get back to where he was a couple of years ago. But I just think, you know, it's compared to the other clubs, you can see quite significant weaknesses. So um, I'm going to play it safe, put them down at the bottom, 
and hopefully you, does all right. Well, have you got on bottom? Doesn't do all right. Uh, I, I have Birmingham bottom as well, actually. Although it's it's strange. Right? I do think their team is better than last season, but I, I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Guaranteed, I think their team is a lot better. Points there with Nick. Yeah, I didn't. You know, obviously Justin Sedgman did a quite good job for them at, at number one, but I didn't. He's. I wouldn't class Justin Sedgman as a as an out and out number one. So you know, with Nick Morris coming in, it I think the team looks a little bit better. I think Alfie Botel's move is quite a was quite a surprise one actually. Yeah, yeah. I think the well, the the Botel and the Proctor move were strange well, in the end. The way Ty was speaking to us, it seemed like he wasn't yeah. going to be at Birmingham, and then what three well, days I later he signed. He'd already been offered. Yeah, and he'd turned it down previously, and then all of a sudden he rocks up there. That's yeah. why I said this was the. This is going to sound really bad, desperate, but I think not desperate for Ty, but desperate that Birmingham are potentially knowing the owner or not knowing him personally, but he's thrown a bit of money at this. Yeah. And that's the general impression I got, uh, sort of tail end of last season and into this season, that he was throwing a bit of money, which is where the Nick Morris signatures come from. Yeah, I, I think I tend to think James Wright is a, and this is why I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't have Birmingham bottom until very close to the start of this show there's another I side that talking I about them oh yeah, don't worry there is there is another team i cannot wait to rip into oh, who god. ever could i know be. who that is oh, god. <laughs> with i think james wright is better than a five-point rider and i think he could he i know he's he's not no spring chicken anymore but <laughs> i tend to think he could improve his average a little bit and james pearson now he's had that season is probably one of the stronger reserves now for me. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you, Kane. I think that's it's going to be too much for them, even with Morris and Sedgman as their top two. Away from home, I've, I sense they they almost look like a Newcastle from last year. Oh, scathing. Slightly better than the Newcastle from last year. What yeah, I, to be fair, when I, when I said that I've got Birmingham bottom, they just I, I was I was going to say they're a little unfortunate. Well, they're just unfortunate that there isn't a Newcastle. But I, I, I think if you look at most clubs, you know they do have a like a crying out weakness somewhere. But I think Birmingham's is from most clubs, it seems easier to exploit. It's crying louder. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll wait and see, but. Rob, we'll come to your eight because I tend to think I know who this is going to be. Ooh. Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little uh, think about it, Rob. Don't rush into decisions. No, sorry, I, I yeah, sorry. I wanted to, I just wanted to get that out out there nice and quick. No, I, yeah, it's Oxford. Even even with that top three, I I do think I think they've got a very good top three. Although Luke, I Luke Clean Jenkins. Yeah, I just I think the tail is a little bit long. I think the tail Cameron Heaps didn't really pull up a lot of trees for Oxford last year. Even when he dropped down a reserve, he did okay at reserve, but didn't really necessarily sort of pull up too many trees. So I think I think it's quite a big season with Cameron Heaps in a way. I think he's been in quite a while and not quite set the world alight as such. So I think it's quite a, you know, and then you you're sort of looking at. I think Jordan Jenkins is a is a is a good signing. I think that's that's a handy signing. It, it, he couldn't he could he could improve his average. The reserves is 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 where obviously with Henry Atkins and Luke Colleen is, I think they've just got a bit of a a bit of a long tail and I can't I can't see it wagging too often, but their top three yeah. is very good. I, so. I agree. I agree. The, the top three can be good. Heaps, I think, will still struggle, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's not at Oxford by the end of the season. I, I think their reserves, in comparison, um, 
with a lot are quite strong. And I think they'll be potentially, as a pair, two of the best reserves. And I, and, and I sense Cameron Heaps might even be at reserve come the first average change. Uh, thus, I think Luke Colleen is that good. He could, as long as he comes back from his injuries, okay. Yeah, I think he'll. I wouldn't be he, surprised. But yeah, but, um, if you see Cameron at reserve as well, you, you would say he's not a reserve. You know what I mean? You would expect him to get eight, nine, maybe even double figures. So it could work in their favour. You know, but also they do have two two pointers who have limited experience in the championship. So you you never mm. know. It's it. It could be tough. I think it's a it's yeah. a lot of pressure on the top three. If one of them don't win their races, then it could be panic stations very quickly. So yeah, yeah. Um. Well, well, my number eight um is not Oxford. Oh, just just for the record, mine is Oxford as well. It, yours is Oxford as well, is yeah, it? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. I'll put Oxford in for you. Well, my number eight is actually Edinburgh. Oh. And this Ooh. this bit me on the arse last year. A bit. So he's going to do it again. Year. So I'm going to do it again. In the Kingsland um, way. Yeah, I just don't see that there's any progression in that team. Enough to make them any better than they were last year. We look at... Let's look at the facts. Sam Masters has gone, replaced by Craig Cook. Craig Cook will never be Sam Masters anymore. Well, um, I just, just, just to slot... I'm sorry to interrupt you. When you say no improvement on what they did last they did pull up some trees last year so i know but i just i think that was an exception to the rule i don't believe and this is my opinion that that team will will match what they did last I, year I just, and i know um, that'll upset quite a few edinburgh fans that listen to this I show don't know if but anyone knows the answer but who was the other reserve for edinburgh last season james Sargent. Yeah. yeah thank you I forgot. So, that's what it's all. So Bic- Bickley for Sergeant Cook for Masters, I think weakens them. Can Kai Thompson, what will be his third season, get over a seven? Maybe. Paco Castagna over a five? Well, I don't know. Hook and Fredrickson, still for me, the jury's out on that one. I would have personally took one back, but not both. I think Hook will be part of the Edinburgh NDL team. I think he's their last signing which will probably enhance his performances. I, I just don't... I think... I just can't see them better in where they were last year. Apologies, both Ryans, but... <laughs> and anyone else. I think, to be fair, Kai Thompson has has got better every season so far, so there, there isn't any reason to suggest he might not, but I do get yeah. where you're coming from in terms of the Cook and Cook coming in for Master. I think Cook is a, is a very solid rider at this level. Um, you know, a couple of a couple of years ago, you would have said probably the best rider at this level. But um, he's not. He's just not that man for me anymore. No, he's possibly he's not. Definitely not Sam Masters. Maybe Pickering might shine a little bit more without Sam Masters around him. But it's still a, it's still a good top two in terms of what in terms of what other teams have got in the league. I think yeah, it's a solid I, I agree. Two. In terms of the league itself, there's a lot of good top twos in my opinion. And if you said to me now, what's the weakest top two in that league? I'd struggle. I don't know who I would pick at this stage. Mm. I'm just looking at them now. There's some awesome top. The pairs at Oxford. Is it? It must be at Oxford again this year. It oh, is. Yeah, it is. It if those, if the top two from each club turn up this year, it'll be a brilliant event. I agree. Um, yes. Is that? Um, sorry, we've just gone through eighth place teams, haven't we? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's fine. So we're moving on to Canes. Must, oh no. 
Yeah, Kane's seventh one this time. Um, well, it is. We just spoke about them. It's Edinburgh. Um, hey, snap! Whoa, we, we need to change. We, we, we need I've, to stop this. We've got exactly the same bottom three. I've got one above you as well. Um, the predictions gone. I've got Oxford in seventh, by the way. Well, I'll, uh, my, my thoughts on the Edinburgh team is I think it's actually an all right team. Um, I think they'll be good at home. I think having both Jacob and Cal, providing Jacob is in the National League team, riding there twice a week or more or less twice a week, will help them. Um, I think Cook going back, it's sort of like a last shot of the dice for both Cook and Edinburgh. It was probably the, with a few changes you would probably get Sam in and think it's not impossible. But he's going to need to step it up. He, I, I, I wouldn't say it, he did have a below-par season, but he did have a few injuries. So, you know, you never know. He could have just been one of them. Um, I think what you said about Hook and Fredrickson, um, I agree. I think I would have took one, but not two. I'm not entirely sold on Castagna. Uh, that might upset a few Edinburgh fans. Um, um, he's... I think Castagna gets this reputation because of the type of character he is, yeah. his, his entertainment value. But entertainment only gets you so far. Yeah, I think. Do, do um, they want? Do they want someone who's going to be a bit of a showman, or do you want to win meetings? Is the question. It's like you know. I think I went to one or two meetings up at Edinburgh, um, and you, you honestly sometimes you would think it was two different people. Sometimes he looks amazing, and other times he just doesn't really. Make any impact at all? Um, obviously, it'll Thomas be a... Shogun. <laughs> no, 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 Paco Castagna. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, obviously, t- a second season. It's sort of like a it, it, you'd expect it to be a bit more consistent. I think Thompson will get over seven this year. I think he's you know he's improved every season. I think he'll do it again. I think Pickering might put a little bit on his average, but I just see better teams than them in this league, and I think. Away yeah. from home, you know, on a bad day, it's five reserves. Well, maybe not five, maybe four reserves. But, yeah, you know, there's there's stronger top threes out there as well. Oh, our, our bottom three is actually quite boring in the end. We are boring. Yeah, we're turning into a boring. We're turning the into boring talk, we're turning podcast. Into talk sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a Shots quick fired. question. I'm gonna apologies for my ignorance here, but it's top six playoffs in the championship slid, is it? Um, yes. Yes, I believe it, it was last. It was unless last year, but obviously Yeah, unless they've changed it, but we're we're just gonna go on league finishing order rather than Oh yeah, no, no, that's fine. I was just I'm, I believe yeah, it is still top six, so yeah. Okay. So sixth place, I will come I'll, I'll go I'll go first on this one because this could be the, mm. the nail buyer, and I'll come to um somewhere I visited last week, Scunthorpe. It is top six, by the way. Okay, thanks. Well, they scraped, they scraped the last um, playoff place in. And they'll do it again. Um, for me... Oh, this this is the middle order where this is what I was struggling with earlier with. There are three teams in fourth, fifth and sixth, and I'm just... I could put them anywhere in any I order. Could, I have a I feeling agree that this. are very similar. This, this, the next one above these could have gone below these in many different worlds. My... I don't have concerns over Douglas and Palm Toft. I think they're a good top two. Palm Toft's on a bit of a false average there, in my opinion. Jake Allen, Simon Lambert, mm, meh. That's all I can say about it. 
Connor, Connor Mountain's the key for me on that side. I think he's far better than that average as well. Then you've got Zane Kennedy. Can he come back um, from a very serious injury? Hopefully he can. And then Joe Thompson at reserve. Exciting prospect um, at Leicester last year. Change of venue this year. It's a for track that he traditionally goes well on, but uh, I just there's there's better riders down there than him, I believe. But uh, what I will say is I'm happy, that, and again, this is going to sound quite demeaning, that Joe's come out of the shadow of his brother. Because I, I think that held, I think that's mm. held Joe back a little bit. Because I think Dan is marginally better than Joe. And I think for Joe to come out, and I mean, they've had no option this year uh, because Leicester have moved up. But Joe's now in a team where he's not got his brother there. Maybe his brother might spanner for him in the pits. I don't know. But uh, Sc- uh, look, Scunthorpe aren't the worst team in the world. I just, again, I think they're going to struggle on the road. Especially with that bottom five. Hmm. Interesting. I actually, I don't have Scunthorpe in six, and I actually, I'm unlike the Palm Toff signing. I quite like that one. I think he's, I think he's quite a. I think obviously we got King's injured last season. Legend. Oh god. <laughs> um, but I think he's. I think I'd be very, very good backup for Ryan Douglas, and I think yeah, Jake Allen. Didn't have the best of years last year, but I think in, in terms of being at Scunthorpe, they're a good side. Again, they're going to be a very good side at home, as they as they were last season. I I, I would probably tend to agree with you with Joe Thompson as well. Um, and you just hope that Zane Kennedy comes back from his injury um, and does quite well. Simon Lambert is Simon Lambert. Um, <laughs> Kingsland legend. Kingsland legend. Yeah, I um, know. Yeah, I don't have them sixth. The team I got sixth actually is Berwick. Right, yeah. we need to stop now. I, I bet you, you must. Berwick Berwick. <laughs> well, Berwick's that other team that I was talking about, and I've got them in fifth. We might look like absolute smart boys, or we've absolutely either, not yeah, total we've, got this, we've yeah. got this very much spot on. Birmingham Winter League will come last, and we just oh, like, go on, talk, talk Berwick then. I think, I think I'd be interested to know Berwick because I think we're on probably the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, would you like to speak, Rob, or should I? Go on, mate. I'll, I'll, go on. I talk. I I talk a lot. You, I, you I, I'd like to talk, but I don't. Go for it. Um, one thing Bear I will with. start I've with. Got, I've got an interesting stat oh, here. Go on then. I won't talk. <laughs> go no, on. I've got participant stats. So I've Ooh. talked for thirty-four minutes. Rob's fifteen and Kane's twelve. So yeah, you're right. Your turn to talk, Kane. I'll get talking. I'll talk for twenty minutes. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> no, don't bore, don't oh, bore God, please, please don't. I'll try my best. Um. <laughs> One thing I will start with, I think um, Jorgensen on a 9.5 is wild and not the good really? kind. I, I think okay. I've pulled this up before. I can't remember, but I don't think he's ever averaged near that in the in the championship. Um, I'm going to quickly see if I can pull it up while I talk. Um, obviously, it's from his time in Kings Lynn. Because he missed a season, two seasons. Kings Lynn Legend. Kings Lynn Legend. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Right, there's a lot of them rolling around. At the there moment, we go. So, um, his highest average sure, was with Berwick in 2015, and it was oh yeah, seven nine four. So, it's a bit of a dip. Um, I would say it's a lot better since then. Um, and I believe last season was his highest average in the championship. Marginally, he did by point zero two. 
Do you mean Premiership? Yeah, my, my mistake. My mistake. Um, but yeah, uh, so I think that that could be a slight weakness for them. At Berwick, I think he'll do okay. You know, he's when you go back to when he used to ride for them, he was very good at home. Um, which is you can say that for quite a few of their riders. Um, the on Flint, he's been there near enough his entire career. Um, Etheridge, he's, yeah. he's he said he wants to, he wants Berwick to do well, and he's going to come at all guns blazing this season after a bit of an injury hit the year last year. So, and Rory Schlein, I think that's a a big sign. It's a few question marks, um, because he's had a year off, two years off. He's not, he wasn't riding last year. He might not have been riding the year before. I can't remember, but yeah, we'll see. Um. Pre-podcast, it didn't count. Exactly, Speedway started last year. Um, but yeah, uh, despite having two two pointers at reserve, I think it's probably two of the better two pointers. Um, I, I I'd have to disagree with you. Well, not that I don't think they're good. Oh, my mic's gone. It's gone. But start again for me. The week that the Berwick, the the reserves is the weakness for me at Berwick. I I wouldn't say no. I just think if I, I don't know at home if they can get dialed in, I could see both of them improving their average. But I wouldn't expect them to move into the top five. I think they'll be there for the the season. Um, I think a lot of their results are going to be based on trying to do well at home and trying, you know, just holding on to the advantage for the aggregate bonus. I think Newton is a really good pickup on a five. I wouldn't be surprised mm. if he put improvements on that average. Um, he, I, I, yeah, I like that. So they brought him in last season, didn't they? And then they obviously did. had that meeting at Oxford yeah. where he was ridiculous. So I think, yeah, that was. Oh, sorry, I was going to mention him. I'll shut it's up. Okay. You carry on. And um, one thing I will say, I, I like to see Leon Flint as captain. Um, but I don't know. Is he too young to be a captain? Is, is that me being ageist? I don't know. Um, yeah. I just think they've got a, quite a good home advantage. Um, and if the top five's going well, they could push a few teams away from home as well. Um, and if if they get one of the reserves firing, um, it could be a really, really solid side. I, that, that, and that's the problem. We always tip Berwick to do... Or last year, we tipped Berwick to do quite well. And it always appears that Berwick flattered to deceive. And I think that could happen again. On paper, that top three looks really good. But it's if you look at their averages, you think I just two, two of them are probably only going to go one way. Yeah. And not the way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Mean, that's you sort of why I, three I had them higher earlier. They might go up. So it could even itself out. And if they do oh, get I down, think... they could bring in a stronger reserve. I think um, Nudson will go up. The two reserves by... Well, they're they going to go up. Go lower, can they? No, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think Cole... I actually think Coles will be a better signing than Stoneman. Oh, I think Stoneman will be better. I think over time, I think Stoneman spent, what, half a year there last year? Uh, I think Coles... Maybe like five matches, I think. Got injured once Coles gets dialed, I think once Coles gets dialed in, he'll be the slightly better rider. Um, am I right in thinking... Coles is it Berwick in the National League and Stoneman isn't, or are they both there? No, Coles is there. Stoneman's at Oxford. Is okay. is he not? 
Yeah, I want to say yes. Yeah, Coles is the number one at Berwick. So that, that, gonna... that could work in their favour as well. I, li- I, yeah, like, I like seeing teams doubling up at the same club. It sort of like yeah. makes sense, you know? It does. You're right. I, that does make a lot of sense, yeah. Well, who are you picking on now? No one. picking on someone. No one. I'm not picking on anyone. Anyway, <laughs> moving on quickly. Who's, uh, who's, whose turn is it? it fifth. Um, We're up to fifth now, aren't we? Who, who have we got? So I've got Berwick in fifth, so... Um... One of you two better go first for fifth place, for your fifth place. Oh, oh, uh, Rob, you do it. I've spoken for a while. It's your turn now. That was over three oh. minutes. Well, I mean, the team I've got in fifth, we've already spoken about. I've got Scumthorpe. Oh, oh actually, I think sure. I do as well. Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> we are so bored. We're gonna have it, me and you are going to have an identical... I, I'm uh, beginning to get very scared. <laughs> we can move on to the top four. Although I did, to be fair, Scunthorpe were... I swapped them with my fourth-place team about five minutes I ago. I had Scunthorpe so. in fifth, put them down to sixth, thought that was very stupid, and then put them back to fifth again. That's where they've been for me. No, I had them higher. I had them fourth, and then I dropped them down to fifth. Oh, right. But that was only about okay. ten minutes ago. So. We'd best move on to fourth, and hopefully one of you two's got something different. I don't think we have. Well, I'm going to go... I'll go first if you... No, no, I went first last time, so... Rob, you go first. Fourth. Fourth. Plymouth. For God's sake. <laughs> I haven't got Plymouth before. Uh, I've got... But we can talk about Plymouth because we haven't talked Should about Plymouth. Should we just talk about Plymouth and let Nathan just sit there? Maybe. Um, well, I'll, I'll talk about Plymouth when you get up to... Where have I gone? Ooh, spoiler. Third. Third. Well, Ooh. we're basically there. Let's we're not see. far away. Let's talk Plymouth, boys. I think... Seven riders. It's an improvement. It is an improvement on our season, assuming. <laughs> oh God! But those those first four names on the list: Richie Worrell, Dan Jilt, Carl Howarth, Ben Barker. Now the Worrell uh, equation doesn't come into effect in the Championship. That's only a Premiership <laughs> thing. So uh, I think that's uh, the Dan Jilts is one of the most exciting young British riders at the moment and then the other and then those three Worrell, Howarth and Barker good top three very good top three only issue is uh, Paul Stark is very up and down he's very he's you have no idea what like he could be brilliant for four or five meetings and then woeful for the next three so he's a bit that's the uh, iffy bit and then a reserve obviously you've got Ben Trigger and then Jake Turner is Obviously, is he going to be a reserve, Jake Turner? I would guess he is. Yeah, starts on a four. So, and obviously, he's just a total unknown. So, that could be a magic wand, fantastic signing. I don't but want to upset be. anyone, but I've seen someone compare him to George Hungreave. So, oh, okay. Poor lad. Yeah, Poor lad. <laughs> uh, yeah I think that that's the that's the bit. I think Jake Turner is a bit of an unknown. Ben Trigger's second. This is his first time in the championship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last season for Plymouth, maybe a pool. Oh, Ben Trigger, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I think a reserve. There's there's a couple of question marks there. That's why they're not going to break my top three, but because of those two unknowns, and then a bit of an inconsistent pool start. But if he finds some consistency, and and Jake Turner turns out to be a a fantastic signing, I think they, they 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 could push that top three. That we Anything haven't mentioned to add on that one, Kane? Um, no, not really. I, I think 
I have a I have a few concerns about the reserves. Obviously, I've seen um, Carl Bickley when he started to, when he was sixteen at Workington, and you know you, you do see improvement as the season goes on. But it's you, you when you're partnered with someone who's new to the league as well, Jake Turner. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some very early five ones against them, um, especially away from Plymouth. Yeah, but that top five. I think it can go toe to toe with any other top five in the league, um, and obviously Plymouth is one of the big home advantages in the championship. So if they can back the teams at Plymouth, you know, that, if that even if just top three is going well, you know, should should be there or thereabouts. And I think the bonus points mean a lot, so they will be they should be up there at the very least. Yeah, I um. I've got them one place higher in third, actually. And it's because, man for man, I think that they will be better than the fourth place team, which I have as Paul. Ooh. How? Interesting. I've got a question, Rob. I've got a little question. You've got a little question. Right, Who have go you on. got in third place? Paul. Oh, Kane's my goodness. Well, Kane's we've, got Paul as well. We've done it. We've got different leagues. <laughs> I've Just. got red car. Oh, okay. Well, uh, for me, uh, the reason I put Plymouth above Paul is man for man. I think that the, without knowing who the Paul signing is going to be, whether it be Keenan, Keenan Rue or um, Rowe or Kemp or whoever it is, their top five is is better. And I think around Plymouth, Trigger will cause a few upsets. I think Jake Turner is a bit of an unknown, and I can see if he doesn't start well that. There could be some changes in the offing, but with Howarth, Worrell, Barker and Stark on for me as a false average in that league, and Jilks as well on a four and a half, I just find that they're going to be better than Paul. And Paul might struggle early doors, unless they make changes, which Middleditch is renowned for. So That is why I have them in second place. By the way, they're in second place. Second? Second. Oh, where am I? Paul. Who have you got third? Oh, you said red car. Well, it's red. the one that's on the list in third place. Sorry, hang on. So red car. So we're getting a bit of ahead of self here. So, Rob, you've got Paul in third as well. Just I have, Paul. yeah. I've got Paul in third. Um, I do... I think they've got... A, the top three, I think you could you could put them in any order. Similar to that middle... Sort of that mid-table. Those four teams in mid-table. I think the bottom two, personally, are pretty set. Unless changes... Are, are made somewhere at some point through the season, or they just make us look like idiots, which is quite possible. Um, but the top three could sort of be moved all over the shop. And I do think Paul, in terms of that, they're probably going to get that last signing right. It's very rare that Paul gets a signing wrong. Um, and I do think Carl Newman at reserve is quite a good reserve. I think league, it's I the think. best reserve pairing in the league. <clears throat> I don't. All That's right, bold. Fair That's enough. quite yeah. bold. I think. Um, no, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I think Oxford is better. <laughs> no, I, I'm just looking through the reserve pairings now, and I'm, I might contradict myself here. You Both might be right. Like former Heat leaders, I just think. Yeah, you might be right, but I think. Uh, I think the important no. point of that is you say former Heat leaders. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Newman always Do you know what? pool. Adam was sparring think, for Danny King last season. I think Red. I, I reckon Red Car could push him. Well, Other than that, in general, in, in, well, in general, but a reserve as well. I think Edwards is better than fair, both of them. Fair enough. Fair enough. We will see. Oh, um, bit of Kingsland bias there, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, definitely. But I think he, he'll have to beat him then. All right. I think Newman, Newman had Newman had a good time at Paul a long time ago <laughs> when the fast track reserve was in place. I mean, I remember I remember Swindon picking up up as a guest for an away meeting at Paul, and Paul were not happy about that. And then he scored a load of points, and we won by ten. So, loving life. I'm purely based on that that he goes round well round Paul. But I think he's a good. I think that is a good, a decent reserve pairing. Yeah, Roy and Roy and yeah, I think Carl Newman has scored more of the two reserves, but I think he's a good reserve pairing. I think the rest of their team, assuming they're going to get that final signing right to replace Jack Thomas, I think they're going to be they're going to be a they got a good side again. I think when you look at the teams, when I was saying about. Every team has a sort of a big weakness. A lot of them have yeah. got a very weak reserve. And if you get Adam and Kyle riding really well, you you can't say that it team the team doesn't well, providing we they get a good replacement for Jack Thomas. It's at the very least you've got maybe six heat leaders. That is obviously at their best. Crikey. You like Paul, don't you? Paul. Calm down, calm when, down. When did you become a Paul fan? Well, you know, no, one, we one thing led to another, and Adam Ryan sort of joined, and I was like, oh, they're not that bad. I mean, they do have the so, colour blue, so... so uh, off or something. Look out just on socials this week, listeners, because there may be a job coming up. Yeah, I was, good. I was just about to say that. Rob, thanks for backing me up on that one. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, we can't be... I, yeah, no. It's been a good one, folks. <laughs> but, but Kane, we'll move, on, we'll move on to you, because you've got um, Redcar in third. I do indeed, my friend. I Even do though indeed. we've just had Gavin, we've just had Gavin on the call and talks he's lovely about Redcar Speedway, and then you do this to him. Well, I mean, first I beat him in the quiz. He probably doesn't like me anymore. To be fair, you smashed him in the quiz. Yeah, you smashed... put him in third place. Could you hate a club anymore? Yes, <laughs> Oxford are in seventh. Oh, the I'm liking this. I'm liking this anti-Oxford bias. I'm enjoying it. I That's thought it was just me, but it's going to be everybody. Anyway. Um, no, the, the bachelor, bachelor to Oxford just brought the worst out of me, and I just don't like uh, him. Well, he's not there anymore, so <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't change anything. To be fair, if he if he scores, if he did, if he gets like two in the meeting at the end of the month, I will be a keyboard warrior. That's absolutely fine. I can't be losing <laughs> that meeting. I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, Paul. Uh, no, where were we? Red car. Why have you got red car third? I do like the team. I think it's really good. Um, I just think the lack home advantage. Um, and don't they always? Huh? Don't they always? Yeah, but I mean, such a nice it, track. It's 2019, I think, they were on that run of major comebacks. Or 2021, sorry. I'm thinking too far back. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a very good top three. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot relying on the bottom four for what, at least one of them to step up quite big. Um, Obviously, I want Connor to do well, um, being a working rider. Um, and I think he will. I think it's actually an improvement on James James Shane's. Um, just my opinion there. Um, yeah, I'd, honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised if they finished higher than third. I can just see maybe they come unstuck a couple of times away from home with the bottom four, possibly early on as well. Um, and stronger teams really pushing them at home. Because we've seen it before, we've not all been dialed in at the same time, and obviously it is a very fair track. So if you, you can't guarantee that someone's running rising going to come out and score eleven, twelve every week, 
I'm, I'm sure that they'll be up there, but there's, oh, there's always some second. question marks. Yeah. I think I've got them second, so I I've got. got I I also have Raycar second. Wonder who's in first. Which means yeah. we've all got the same team in first. The Edinburgh oh. fans must hate us. Yeah, <laughs> we got them not making we've the not playoffs, them in the and playoffs then... again. That's going to tell. Just oh. for me, that Glasgow top five is just quite good. Yeah, good team. <laughs> good, good team. It. So, uh, is it Piper and Complin at reserve? I'm guessing. Even that's they quite a good correct. reserve partnership. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're we're expect we're assuming here that Ace Piper has a really good season like he did last season. I mean, there's I no reason he why he wouldn't have a really good season. I, just think he... I don't think he has to have a really good season. No. He's just... He's got to beat those riders around him, hasn't he? which I think he can. Yeah, I, I do. I, there is a little. Um, obviously, Martin Novak. I would, from memories, if memory serves me right, is very good at Glasgow. Not so hot on the road. Correct. So, obviously, they're going to be they're going to be looking at him to be scoring some points away from home. But I think got close uh, close missing turns up this season. That'd be nice. I'm sure he will. He's Facebook friend, actually. I better not say that. Sorry, no, you can't. No, he, he better turn up on the. He better turn up on the 29th as well. That's another one. Just to sorry, we're going to it. That's I, I just want to say one big thing about the Glasgow side. I think getting Vincent and Novak on fives could be huge. Like I think Vincent could at least put two points on that. Mm, Novak yeah. maybe um, half a point, one point. I, um, I think Novak will put more on than Vincent, to be honest. No, no, Vissin is a lot better at Glasgow and away from home to keep it up. I think Novak, he'll do well at home, but he's not been to every track in the league, so it, it's a bit, could be too much. I think, I think Basso will be number one by the end of the season. I wouldn't and say I no. Think, I also think Piper I think, will put a point at least on his average, and I think Complin as yeah. well. I think um, if anyone's going to get the best out of him, I think it'll be Glasgow. Brennan will put at least half a point on his average. You just see the team. You could see all seven of them improving their averages. Yeah, even Harris at his age, you yeah. could see him even like getting close to nine again. Especially after last season. The only thing there is he didn't have a great time at Glasgow in 2018. But, I mean, everyone has bad seasons. Chris Harris is Chris Harris. He's going to do well wherever he goes. So, Point to prove, maybe. Yeah, that's motivation point to prove. As I said, there was a few fans not happy to see him back, so I think it'll just spare him on to do a bit better. So, yeah, I think those Glasgow fans must be the only fans in the Championship, or probably any, even in the Premiership, where your club signs Chris Harris and you're not happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see Chris Harris still at Lynn. Yeah, well, I'd, yeah, it'd be great to see him at Swindon had we, you know, not been running but never mind so um, um, we'll, we'll move on then so our predictions you two are very very similar boring some might say um Kane you've got boring, Glasgow boring. Glasgow Paul Redcar Plymouth Scunthorpe We've Berwick two, Edinburgh two teams Oxford, just one above <laughs> Birmingham oh, Rob's got all the same apart from Redcar and Paul ran the wrong way or ran the other way ran the wrong way oh I'm right then <laughs> and don't bother watching got... the season boys mine's correct Glasgow, Redcar, Plymouth, Poole, Berwick, Scunthorpe, Oxford, Edinburgh and Birmingham. So, if, if you two want to differ on this one, um, I'll come to you first, Kane, for your number one in the averages. My number one in the averages. Hmm. Ah, it's, it's just so tough. 
I just <laughs> don't know. Hmm. Ha. Huh. I'm going to go for... Oh, I don't... Sam Masters. Oh, yeah. Love I think it. it's going to be Sam Masters again. <clears throat> you sounded surprised, so I'm I'm kind of concerned. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm looking I'm, around I'm trying, to find, I'm, trying to find a name that isn't Sam Masters. Cause I was I'm surprised that you were quite quick to come in with that. And I, I, I just think purely he's because he's, he's changed his track this year. Yeah, but it's Sam Masters, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but you've got someone like... I was looking for who was close, but then Nick Morris is the closest one and he's changed track as well. <laughs> yeah, And then your next one's Ryan Douglas, who's, well, Jorgensen, but then Douglas is yeah. not 1.2 on, behind on his him. official actual average isn't made up. <laughs> yeah, I'd, just, uh, I'd have to go Masters as well, I think. I can't argue. I thought, I thought you weren't boring. I thought you were going to pick no, Zane Kennedy. I'm boring. Um, Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I rider. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that, but no, I saw. Right. I've slagged them off enough tonight. I'm going to go Sam Masters. Why not? Let's just be ta- see what the the best way to win predictions is. Just be tactical. If you think somebody else has picked somebody that's most likely to win, you don't differ. You just pick the same one. Like it. Tactics. We'll come to you first, Rob, then, so you can't pick other ideas. Yeah, um, tactics. Your one, one to watch. Uh, my one to watch is Jonas Knudsen at Berwick. That is my one to watch. I I thought it was a good signing when he joined. He was quite good in a number of meetings for Berwick last season. Obviously, he had a couple of meetings where he wasn't so hot, but first full first full season at Berwick, I, yeah, I think he's quite an exciting signing, so he's my one to watch, I Okay, um, I better come to. I'll come to me next. Oh, Let Kane have a little think. Thank you, and, thank uh, you. I like thinking. It's dangerous. You know, I, need to have, I need to have a. I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll find it. Um, Perhaps you should do the thinking. I do, have you got an answer? Because I ain't got one. Um, I can make one up if you like. No, I've got one. <laughs> All right. Dan Jilks. See, now I've got to make another one up. You should have gone in. You should have cut in before me. It's okay. Um, go on. Why? We know why, but why? Well, nothing, nothing further than like last season. Had it not been for that arm injury, he would have been the rider of the season in our team of the season. Yeah. yeah. Without doubt. Hopefully, touch wood, he comes back from his injuries fully fit, and he can carry on where he left off. And I think he he's capable of averaging. Six to seven, I reckon. Yeah. Easy. Absolutely. Yeah, difficult to argue with that. No. It's no, me. You're, your thinking time is too over. Too much thinking has happened. I've got too many I answers. I cannot believe that with you. <laughs> Pick a number between one and five, and I'll tell you who I've picked. Um, You've got five riders. I've got more than that. Um, oh my lord! I'll, I'll go with this one because he's on my screen right now. Um, I'm going to go for a, he's Cumbrian, right? Oh, shocker! He's, he's, he's quite good, right? <laughs> oh, it's, no, it's not it's him. Not. It's, it's not him. It's actually Craig Cook. I'm going for Craig Cook because I, I do think going back to Edinburgh is the best possible move for him. I've uh, got. <clears throat> What? Katie's sitting in the background behind me, and even she's just gasped at that. <laughs> and she doesn't go to Speedway. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think I think he had his best days at Edinburgh, and I think he's got, 
he knows he's got some shoes to fill with Masters not being there. Um, I, I wouldn't say he's he's going to put two points, three points on his average because you know he's on an eight point two four. But if he shoves three points on that average, he's doing well. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think a lot of people have wrote him off after last year, and I think um, maybe you underestimate him a little bit. Like I said, you know this could completely backfire, but I think we'll see. Craig Cook of old, I think he's going to have another good year. We shall see. We shall see. Well, that concludes our predictions. Championship, one to watch. Number one in the averages. All that palaver. I think we've got other bits on the schedule, but I think we've got time where we can save that for another day. Um, Next week on the show, we will be looking ahead to the National Development League season. Um, And also, uh, Kane's initiative. This one, we're going to be entering a National Development League fantasy team this year. There's also something coming in the socials in the week, if you remember. Please. Do I remember? Have you forgotten? Remind me. We're also going to be doing championship teams in the fantasy league. I didn't even realise that was a thing. Yeah, we'll do the championship (laughs) teams in there. Yeah, we'll do that as well. Great planning. This is where I think we got confused the other day, Kate, yeah. when we were um, They will yeah. be on our socials in the week um, because we sort of forgot and didn't do them. Is there, an F- is there a fantasy championship league somewhere? Uh, there is. I will invite you to it. It's on Facebook. Oh, okay. We will plug it next week because I've forgotten the names, but it's run on an Edinburgh site and a National oh, yeah, League I've, Facebook I've... site. Apologies, that, but I, I thought I, I only knew about the National Development League one, so we'll, we'll go with that. So we will... At some point, we will do a championship and National Development League fantasy team for Round the Boards, the Speedway podcast. But next week on the show, we've got the National Development League preview. Um, and then we'll also look ahead to the Peter Craven Memorial, uh, the Ben Fund Bonanza and Sam T- Masters testimonial, uh, which will be coming up in the following week as well. Um, for now, guys, anything more to add? I win the quiz. I'm Clash. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, God. Anyway. No, I'm, no, I'm just speechless after that. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. We look forward to you listening again uh, next week. Uh, keep an eye on our socials. We'll uh, put put all the uh, red car speedway stuff and all Stuart Robson's farewell meeting, just giving page stuff on there for next week. Um, but for now, enjoy your week. And remember, Speedway starts again next week. Goodbye. Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.